Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. I am so grateful to be back. It is a beautiful morning out here on a holiday day. And today is another one of those special episodes. So, oh man, we're going to have to share a lot of gratitude coming up on the following weekend. It feels so weird because I feel like today's a Saturday because normally I'm not here at our house on this specific day. But because we had basically a seven-day type of uh, holiday, given the fact that it's a Thai New Year here, I am. And I'm out here in nature, breathing in that beautiful, and I mean the beautiful smells that this garden gives, and then hearing the sounds of just so many birds around. Gratitude is pouring out of me as always. And today, we're going to be diving into a very interesting topic. We're going to be talking about what we tolerate. So again, you know what? You got to do a tolerance check. You do. And we're going to talk about four different areas, okay, that might help you on your journey in terms of what you tolerate. And there's going to be a number of things that might just irk you, that might make you mad. It's going to be a long one today, nonetheless. So here we go. Number one, you are tolerating your current behaviors and habits, right? You're level of connection to how you treat other people, how much you earn, how often you work out, you tolerate what you eat. Given the fact I just had a ridiculous amount of stomach issues and two, uh, two types of food poisoning over the past month, I tolerated that. Because guess what? We make it as a pattern. And over time, this is ultimately what we to- tolerate. Like, If you're unhealthy, you tolerate it. You tolerate being unfit. And you have to ask yourself, I'm doing this because I get what type of benefit out of it? You know, there's a doctor that actually brought up uh, with Brendan at one point, or not with one point, but someone else saying, you know, you're tolerating being obese. And a lot of people would say, and they would get very angry with that. But just think about it. Based on your, you know, on your habits, you tolerate it because you're getting a certain amount of high from it. We always get a high from something. People tolerate doing drugs because they get a high from it. It's the addiction, addiction, addiction. A lot of people would say this psychologically, all that stuff. Listen, I guess we're all addicted to water. I guess we're all addicted to toothbrushing. I guess we're all addicted to showers. It's something we do on a routine basis. I guess we're addicted to oxygen because we need it to breathe. So I have destroyed the entire premise of what addiction is. You tolerate it. You tolerate how much you earn. Going back in 2015, I still remember being in that minivan ride and saying, you know what? I got a good job. I thought at the time, oh my God, was I a fool? But, you know, I tolerated making the salary I did until I started thinking outside the box and said, wait, this place is paying me almost 100% more than I make per hour. And that was at the beginning of 2017. And then I asked myself, I want to make this consistently. Fast forward five years, I'm now making double, triple, quadruple that amount per hour. And guess what? I, tol- I tolerate that. When people started trying to like nickel and dime me back in 2020 and, you know, the, some of the Filipinos, they were, you know, trying to say, hey, I'm, I'm only going to pay you $2 for IELTS coaching. I tolerated that bullshit based on what my out, like my outerly perception was. I tolerate how much I work out. Last summer, man, I was busting my ass doing workouts right here in the yard, sweating my ass off. But now I tolerate not doing that anymore. Why? Because I'm allowing other people's schedules to fill my schedule. 
I tolerate how I treat other people. And boy, this is huge. Going back to, you know, the previous relationships I had, I tolerated, you know, being disrespected by, you know, a Japanese girl and her just, you know, cheating around me and stuff like that. And although I kept saying, oh, no, but, you know, you know, the, my, my love for her, you know, it's always going to trump whatever. Da, 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 da. No, I tolerated her bullshit. I tolerated the ignorance of another girl 15 years ago. I tolerated a lot of individuals. I tolerated racism. I tolerated how Thai women treated me because I ended up create, I ended up becoming the opinions of those specific individual, individuals. That's how it is. See, each of us tolerate our own behaviors. We put up with our choices and our patterns. And guess what? We do it to a certain level to where it ultimately degrades our life so seriously that we finally realize that we have to change. And it's because a lot of those behaviors end up with payoffs. It could be ego. We tolerate being, you know, managers tolerate being rude to their employees because of their ego. You know, we tolerate our comfort and discomfort. We tolerate our sense of belonging based on how people and, you know, how people put us into a box. See, the, a lot of our the behaviors that we actually put up with, we do for reasons that seem so good that we sacrifice our health to be caretakers for money. You know, it's kind of like people who, you know, they sacrifice, oh my God, they sacrifice the lives of others for money. Whether this be human trafficking or some of the highest people in this country sacrificing land, sacrificing environmental pollution, sacrificing just about everything so that they could make a little bit more money. You know, if we look at some of, uh, you know, uh, the, as a matter of fact, the people that actually walk on these streets and they do a lot of sweeping to maintain the cleanliness of these streets, they sacrifice that salary. They sacrifice that, th th that lifestyle to make a little bit of money. You know, people who work on the streets and they have to put up with the pollution on a consistent basis, you know, and it's because they are a person who doesn't want to be seen striving above others. Other people sacrifice other parts of their life to fit in and to be loved. And the issue we have to know when putting up with our own behaviors is when they start hurting us, the costs are just too much. When the benefit is no longer there, we finally realize it. We finally realize our potential and we realize that negative pattern and those behaviors. See, that negative behavior is ultimately a distraction. Some distractions actually feel good, uncomfortable, on a short term, but they make us feel entertained like Netflix. You know, I haven't gotten on Netflix for like four months and I know that there are two big series, a zombie apocalypse series and Ozark that I would love, but I know that it's going to sacrifice, I'm going to sacrifice the, 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 the drive that I have right now if I go back to that. Unless I'm disciplined enough to say, okay, this is the first episode, not gonna watch anymore, that's it, that's the end of it. I sacrifice, I sacrificed a lot of things and my like my well-being, my development for entertainment. And you probably do too. A lot of people, a lot of Americans sacrifice their lives on weekends during the football season. An entire Saturday and Sunday completely lost to seeing other people make a hell of a lot more money at the expense of their own life. And then they wake up Monday morning going to the job that they absolutely hate. And that short term, that short term entertainment, being entertained on TV, watching probably an hour to an hour and a half worth of commercials to get your attention and then an hour and a half to an hour worth of American football 
all sacrificed at the hands of your own life and your own well-being. Just saying, keeping it real. And so, you know, a lot of people would also say, and they sacrifice themselves by having a higher ego and, you know, making others feel bad by saying, oh, well, I'm better than that. Don't do that. You know, people are drug induced over here. People are having problems over here. I'm better than that. And the truth is that that negative behavior, we're going to keep doing it until the behavior is not worth the cost of the future. It no longer serves us. Other behaviors could pay off more. These are people who are racked up on drugs. They do it because short-term, high. And then they finally realize, you know what? This is destroying my life. And by that time, all the relationships are completely gone in their life. You know? And so learning to limit that distraction and turning back to productive focus, it makes us ultimately feel more engaged and positive and more fruitful in our lives. So you're tolerating how you're being spoken to, how you eat, how much you work out. Like I said, the stomach issues with me and that payoff, maybe that I'm okay and the ego. And if you wanna break that negative pattern and behavior, there are many things that you can do and explore. Give yourself a sense of something. And as soon as you realize it, flip it. It takes time, it takes work, but that's the art of personal development. The number two. You tolerate how people treat you and speak to you. Short-term, you know, hey, guess what? Yeah, there's always someone on a short-term. Hey, you're a moron. Hey, you're an asshole. Yes, people, road rage, on the road, stuff like that. But the pattern without you speaking up to these people, without setting your boundaries and saying no more, walking out the goddamn door. See, the thing is, we give people permission. If I had put my foot down a long time ago with that clown-ass fool in 2017 and say, hey, let's get one, three straight. I'm better than you. And I'm not saying that from a place of ego, but you better step the fuck off me. You better give me the amount of work that I've always been given. I'm not going to allow you to continue doing this. Remember, that is one of my biggest stories, the biggest morals of my story. It's saying no more is no more. I'm not going, and I told Thai women, I'm not going to allow you to degradate me any longer. I'm not going to allow the American society to call me black anymore. Because we tolerate it. And African-Americans for such a long time, they tolerated being just called black. Damn, never heard that there was a people called black. Never, know, never knew that there was a people called Muslim or Jewish. These are the nasty stereotypical boxes that you are put into. I don't tolerate it anymore. I'm American. I'm American. If you want to talk about color, get the hell away from me. And the thing is, for such a long time, I always tolerated just being a color rather than the thing that actually holds the entire economy together. And so think about it. We, we end up building this trap around us. If you speak bad to yourself year after year, or if someone speaks bad to you year after year, it's not encouraging to us, you know? You know, we don't end up, or you might be the person that you never say anything positively around other people, you know? Why even try? They don't even listen. You might try once, but then the second time, third time, fourth time, you just ultimately end up getting up, giving up. And for such a long time, hey, there are so many people. I tolerated working for another uh, a branch of the institution I work at just for a couple of bullshit ass dollars. 
not out of the respect of anything. And then when I finally realized her true colors, I said, no, enough is enough. Don't you ever contact me ever again. You're a complete bitch. I don't tolerate that shit anymore. I don't tolerate you saying, oh, are you sure you can teach TOEFL? Excuse, you know what? Your ignorance is far too much. Get the fuck out of my face. You can't even afford how much I actually charge. Get the fuck out of here. I don't teach TOEFL for my language institution anymore. I teach it for my own online business and through my own business online because I know I'm worth a hell of a lot more. That's the whole basis of it, people. That's what I'm trying to, like, you tolerate the people who say, oh, you know, black this or black that. You tolerate the people putting you into a box and mistreating you. You really do. Until you finally set up that boundary, it's going to forever happen in the day. Now, number three, I'm going to switch it up. Become a great thing or an empowering thing. The patience. To have patience for yourself during times of transition. You know, seeing the world through another perspective. And understanding that, you know, sometimes the world is not going to give you that perfect day, that perfect year, the perfect goals. But you striving consistently to build an ideal life, you know, because a lot of people, are you expecting short-term payoffs too quickly? Are you looking for that instant gratification that the, the new millennials, the new 20-year-olds are looking for rather than the substantial impact that they have on life? Do you have that immediate sense of need? Do you feel like you need? all that attention. And if you don't get that attention, you feel like, oh, well, you know, I feel like I need that because of this, because of that. That's one of the things that's intolerance. And to be honest with you, whatever you're building out there, all greatness is built upon a path of patience. It took me four years to finally see my entire business skyrocket the way it has now. It took me four years to, on a daily basis, get a message from a potential customer. Last year, I would probably get two customers a month. Now I get one customer a day. It it, that was patience. Even with this personal development podcast, I get nothing back from this. This is a passion project. This is going to be built on upon my coaching and the life coach, the transformation coach, and the high performance coach, and everything that I'm going to be doing ultimately. But at the same time, at the, this is exactly what is happening. Like. I don't get clients from this podcast. I'm very fortunate to get some collaborations and, you know, to have potentially Lori and a couple of others, you know, pop up on, you know, onto, you know, in, you know, come into my, you know, my inbox and an actress come into my inbox that wants to come on and do a collaboration with me. Very, very lucky, extremely lucky, but that was built upon six months and I'm sorry, six years and three months of patience. And if you have that Gary V mindset, thinking that in one year, you should be able to become the next biggest thing, and then you just give up, you're done. It took Brendan Bouchard six years to get that domain name. It took all these other the greatest people out there in the world, the greatest directors, the greatest sports reporters, the greatest this, greatest that. They've been turned away so many times, so many times. And after that first time, because millennials, they're so privileged, they just give up. Yeah, you're going to continue. Keep on giving up, giving up, giving up, and giving up. I'm going to give you this last one before we go into number four. Luke Burroughs. He was the one that I did the Motivational Mentors podcast with three years ago. After me, he did another joint podcast with another guy, Unorthodox Minds, I believe it was called. And now he has done another podcast. And it's all around the same idea. He's been doing this the last four years. Giving up and giving up and giving up and giving up. Not realizing, saying, you know what? 
oh man, I just keep giving up. But what if I just keep to one thing? Am I going to end? Is this going to end up working? Possibly. But if you keep giving up, it's never going to work. So again, understanding your market, understanding it took me the longest time. It took me what? Two years and three months in addition to my ESL podcast to finally figure out, figure out after getting the email, hey, could I get some coaching done with you? And then I ultimately saw that this specific girl ended up getting a 114 overall. Do you know what I mean? And what was so powerful about that, I finally found my niche market. Going back to Luke, he never found his. And he just thinks he's just going to keep creating, 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 creating. But he's never really like mastering the thing because he is expecting things to just come instantly. I'm gonna give you this last one before I go into number four, four, okay? The women who I used to work for back in the beginning of 2017, they were monsters. They lied to me consistently. They were rude to me. They degraded me. They demeaned me. They would give more work to this guy. They would speak to me. They would speak down on me or keep saying this or that. And it wasn't until 2020 when that clown ass woman said, oh, we could have just got another teacher from Bangkok because they got a higher score than you. And she got out of the group. And if I were to tolerate that any longer, I would continue working for those specific individuals. But then after that, I messaged the other lady and I said, hey, that's it. I'm not tolerating her bullshit anymore. How dare her ever, ever speak to me like that. I am the number fucking one. Whether you see that based on white or black or not, goodbye. And it was the greatest thing that ever happened because everything I was doing with them, I now do online on a max scale. See, I don't tolerate, and I tolerated that shit for three years. I was supposed to quit in 2018 after a huge mishap of them not even paying me. See, I tolerated them paying me late. I tolerated their bullshit for such a, I tolerated another language center always paying me late. Until finally I said, hey, listen, if you don't pay me, I'm not doing and attending any more classes from this point going forward. I tolerated his bullshit. I tolerated, the, I tolerated them not giving me a corporate class based on the color of my skin. And then I finally said enough is enough and I blocked them. I tolerated all that garbage. And you probably could write down a list of things that you're tolerating right now and things that you could probably do to finally get the hell out of that. See, number four, social tolerance this is the last one. Acceptance, understanding. See, you got to understand that other people have the right to exist and have the right to opinions and sex and religion experiences and preferences. See, if you're intolerant because one person is gay, you are suffering from one of the biggest diseases in humanity. America separate, is suffering from this big time. All Americans are. You know, I think I was, I was listening to Most Deaf. He was used to, a rapper, I don't know, wait, probably about 20, 15 years ago or something like that. And, you know, there were two African-Americans on a show and this guy named Bill Maher, who is just, a, oh, he's disgusting. He was basically saying, this was back in 2007, saying, oh, well, you know, everyone is scared of Muslims. You see, he's suffering from that disease of intolerance. See, if you're not going to accept anyone or give anyone the benefit of the doubt based on their preferences, their creed, their color, their experiences, their religion, their sex, their other opinions, what they have, it's over. Politics, it's a one-way street. Everyone, it's the most toxic, it's the most toxic thing out there to ever follow. They're basically fucking children. 
One group has a bad idea. The other group is making it even worse. One group is treating one group of people as victims. The other one has absolute zero uh, empathy for that specific group. It's disgusting. And to be honest with you, all of them are suffering from intolerance. If you think that you are so high and mighty, you know, you're always going to be stuck in judgment and hatred and anger. And to be honest with you, that's just not a good life. So you get to choose to have a real understanding of other people and to realize, hey, you know, if they have a preference, they have a preference. I can't change that. And I'm going to top it off like this. My girlfriend's parents, soon to be fiance, soon to be wife. Her parents love the government. Her, her parents love the government because they respect the, the highest of the, in this country. It's not for me to change that. I can give a damn. Does it change my relationship with them? No. I just said, hey, you believe whatever you want. Who the hell am I to try to change that? I would be the biggest asshole in the world to try to change what other people believe. I'll repeat that. I would be the biggest asshole in the world if I tried changing what other people believe. And if you are consistently trying to press upon someone your own ideas and beliefs, you need to get fucking real. And you need to cut that bullshit out because everyone has their own right to freedom of expression. Oh, but you can't teach to hate. A hater is a hate. If you're going to hate people, just stay the fuck away from them. You can't change the world. Be the impact. Be the symbol of love. Mother Teresa, she never went to a negative protest. She protests for peace. She showed love. See, the whole Black Lives Matter movement, if they didn't want to gain so much negative traction online, they could have easily switched it up and said, we are pro everyone. And they could have had protests of people of all colors and sharing great things about what we've accomplished and this and that. Oh my goodness. But guess what? Probably wouldn't gain traction. They're going against the up the net. They're going up against the negative idea. Anytime a protest is a protest, they're always marching against a particular idea instead of marching against what they believe in and showing what they believe in and creating a podcast and an environment and a march in terms of pro this or pro this or pro this. You never see that. You never see that. And negative people would not be turned on by a pro-peace march of any type of idea. So keep that in mind, people. I'm your host, as always, over and out.